Welcome to the discussion, The Power of Technology Government IT in an Increasingly Complex World, sponsored by Ingram Micro. Here's today's moderator, Vanessa Roberts. Hello and welcome. I'm Vanessa Roberts, and this is the Power of Technology series on Federal News Network. With the busy IT season really upon us now, today we're going to talk about what agencies are looking to buy now and for the future as they navigate critical technology demands within the government. Our guests are Tony Celesti. He's Executive Director and General Manager for Ingram Micro Public Sector, and Lisa Ortiz, Regional Sales Director, Dell Federal Channel and Distribution at Dell Technologies. Welcome, Tony and Lisa. Thank you, Vanessa. Thank you, Vanessa. It's great to see both of you. So let's have a great conversation about this, because this is always a little bit of a crazy time of year. Um, With the end of fiscal buying season revving up, let's talk about what agencies are buying, what the trends you're seeing, you know, in the federal government. What are the current technology demands that you're hearing from customers at agencies across government? You can go where you'd like to. Lisa, can you start us off? Sure, Vanessa, I'd love to. Um, So what we're seeing is the government's focused a lot around multi-cloud edge and security. Um, Most government agencies are operating in two public, at least two public clouds, some on-prem infrastructure as well, as well as developing strategies um, to better run workloads, reduce costs, and optimize performance. In addition to that, we're seeing emergence of uh, edge workloads. You know, Gartner said that they predict over 70% of net new data will be created by the year 2025. So this proliferation of data at the edge is, is forcing customers to deploy edge solutions um, compute to support the AIML um, processing in order to reduce the amount that's um, transmitted over the network. Um, so data is becoming the net new fuel, right? And how do we solve that and help our, our government customer with that? Um, this is significant value in our customers existing in new data, and we're here to help them uh, extract that data for them. Yeah, data and especially the use of data at the edge, I, you can't go anywhere in the federal government. Somebody's talking about that. Tony, are you seeing similar priorities or there's other things you want to share? Maybe some things that you're particularly working with Dell on? Sure, absolutely, Vanessa. Thank you. And Lisa, thank you for, for your opening thoughts. You know, Before I jump into technology solution priorities that are driving innovation and modernization and digital transformation across government agencies, I'd like to comment on, you know, the busy season, or sometimes often referred to as the buying season. And I typically like to emphasize uh, with our teams and our partners that this is just a really busy time and that the government buys all year long and that that participation is often linked to mission priorities and to the program business that you support. So today, a large percentage of the budget, as much as 75 to 80%, goes towards operation sustainment. So we've seen new initiatives and priorities that are driving and culminating in this large hockey stick towards the end of fiscal year closes. This is why we've seen initiatives like the Management Act, and FITARA, the the, uh, Federal Information Technology Acquisition Reform Act emerge. But the priorities are all mission-driven priorities. And right now we're seeing a lot of emphasis 
around supply chain risk management and resilience, security, mission enablement and the customer experience, mobility, and then workforce. And along with workforce, diversity, equity, and inclusion. So from a technology solutions perspective, this is translating into hybrid cloud, data center as a service, zero trust and cybersecurity, 5G and edge computing, just as, as Lisa had mentioned, then big data analytics, AI and machine learning. They're all top of mind right now. Absolutely, Tony. Absolutely. So let's dive in a little bit into some of the, why do you think that these are the hottest technologies right now? Um, maybe at least you could talk to some of the mission demands you're really seeing, both current and future. I think some of the things that Tony brought up, like 5G, like Zero Trust, they're, toward a, they're both important now because there's a lot of milestone demands that are on agencies, but do you think that also the future outlook is driving some of these federal IT purchases during the busy season? We definitely, I mean, the future is what we're focused on. Uh, you know, it, it, as Tony said, it is all mission outcome, right? And, and how we solve the now, but how do we, uh, you know, project to the future and build the technology um, in way in advancement, right? And, and some of that is around all the things that Tony mentioned, um, the ability to extract actionable intelligence from the edge um, is critical, like we talked about. Um, the more device gets added into the network, the less secure it becomes, right? So um, providing an effective way to manage everything is critical um, to the desired customer outcome. Um, one of the uh, other cool technologies we didn't mention um, was digital and virtual twin, right? Where you can simulate a twin model to have insights and enable decision-making um, in real time. So we, are, we have a whole work stream and a group that works around that. And I'm going to give a commercial example, but if you look at what we've done with McLaren, right, and designing and prototyping development of the race car systems um, to be more uh, efficient and rapid, but it also deploy complex simulations and tools so that drivers and the team know exactly what's needed while on the racetrack and preparing for the game day. Um, we are also doing that with some of our federal customers and have had some pretty cool um, outcomes there. So that technology is, is definitely evolving into the future. And then zero trust has been a top of mind for a while, but I don't think until COVID things really escalated. Um, zero trust is top of mind for everyone. Um, so as we continue to work down these um, to the future, it's imperative that all these things come along and we continue to, to innovate um, down the road. Yeah, it's interesting. There's all of the things you guys talked about, there's a lot of overlap, right? You need them in tandem happening. And I think that's why you see so much interest in them, you know, across a lot of agencies, because you need all the things happening kind of simultaneously to get to that desired nirvana mission goal that a lot of agencies have. That was really fascinating about the digital twin. It seems like there'd be a lot of potential uses in the government. And you alluded to a couple on your McLaren example was fascinating. Are there some other kind of examples or things you're seeing um, that people are doing or have the potential yeah. to do? Uh, absolutely, yes. We work um, very closely with different government agencies in the DOD, as well as um, even CDC, you know, going through COVID, there was a lot of um, things we did to prototype 
We have a huge team as well as working with the data, our data scientists. We have a rather large team um, who are working with our customers um, to put together these prototypes to solve the customer's mission challenges they're trying to achieve. Yeah, it just seems like it's just an obvious play that a lot of agencies would want to try. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, for, for years when we look at this, you know, the DOD has been trying to tackle these problems and from the sensor to the shooter and then archiving and, and, and information dominance and that decision support tree and shrinking the times, the cycle times in how quickly government can make informed decisions is critical to mission delivery. And so, you know, we're, we're seeing that all the time. And so I, I you know, Dell is a, a thought leader in the space and is driving a lot of technological innovation there. And it's actually really super fascinating, I think. Well, Tony, let's talk a little bit, let's switch a little bit. You talked about that hockey stick, right? But, you know, there's been this continuing use of continuing resolutions. And it's almost becoming like a standard budgeting practice last couple of years. How is that affecting year end buying? I mean, it feels like fiscal 2022 just kicked off in some ways. Are agencies feeling pinched in, you know, both getting and implementing the latest technologies? Vanessa, you're spot on. The industry, for the most part, has come to expect continuing resolutions. CR is part of the budgeting process now. They've all learned, you know, how to navigate it. Uh, we see other patents too that you know are frequently repeated. But I guess really what I'm trying to say is aren't as frequently uh, repeated. Like when an administration changes and priorities cause shift in the budgeting process. So in the industry, we, we often, as, as we both now alluded to, refer to this as the hockey stick. And this condition has been sort of disrupted now by the ecosystem and the supply chain growing to expect it. However, this can really take a toll on small business participation as it's hard to run a business this way. You need financial resources to ride out the delay. This is an area where Ingram Micro and our financial solutions team can assist organizations. We provide them the credit and the flooring for our partners and other financial solutions, including mentoring and operations guidance to help them you know, weather these challenges. And then you're spot on too with the 2022 budget. It's been quite different. The government workforce lost acquisitions talent post the pandemic in, you know, I think what we all referred to as the, you know, maybe the great retirement, right? But there's also been a shift to more hybrid and telework, and that's a factor. And then a new administration with new priorities so the, the federal spending bill wasn't passed until March 10th this year. So it takes about 90 days from there to, for those monies to start flowing to agencies. So their allocations now were already at late June, early July. And, and so, yes, I would say agencies right now are feeling the pressure. They're struggling with supply chain delays created by the pandemic. The pandemic and the, the rapid policy changes around telework and remote work drove 
exponential increases in client and mobility devices. And then that's resulted in network bandwidth and security challenges as the attack surface has grown and the ring-fenced operations were no longer viable. So we're seeing them take steps now to have multiple sources for solutions. Uh, the CHIPS Act was recently passed to bring more semiconductor manufacturing back to the US. Buy America Act is, is being emphasized. And we're seeing much more to assist in that way. And then 5G, zero trust security and hybrid cloud are priorities as a result of all of this. And we're teaming with an industry leader in Dell who's focused on innovating uh, and building compliance solutions for all of these areas. Yeah, I mean, the hockey stick's not just up and to the right. It's like trying to come back on them almost, right? Absolutely. Well, Well, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back with Ingram Micros, Tony Celeste, and Dell's Lisa Ortiz. This is Federal News Network, and I'm Vanessa Roberts. Ingram Micro Public Sector helps their partners deliver mission-critical solutions to the federal, state, and local government markets. Ingram Micro's marketing expertise, combined with their vast service offerings, makes them an indispensable business partner. They are mission-focused on creating value for end-users, vendors, and partners by providing a competitive advantage and offering long-term value. For more information, visit imaginenext.ingrammicro.com slash public sector. Welcome back to Federal News Network's Power of Technology series with today's guests, Ingram Micro's Tony Celeste and Dell's Lisa Ortiz. Well, let's jump back in, guys, shall we? So we were talking about the hack stick and the buying, busy buying season, but let's also talk about how cloud has changed buying in the government. Um, Lisa, can you maybe talk about how Dell's working to help agencies and also kind of from that OEM and tech alliances perspective? Yeah, sure, Vanessa. That you know. The government, it depends on the agency, right? But a lot of them went cloud first, right? And then some haven't moved at all. And then you have some that have moved into a multi-cloud, but most, um, as I mentioned earlier, have at least you know two public cl- clouds. And so they love that because of the ease of an agility to get the cloud experience, um, to be able to provision quickly, have resources on demand, make payments over time, right? And so they, they like that ease of doing business. Um, cloud first doesn't always mean public cloud only though, right? And often means a combination of public, private, and hybrid cloud. Um, so to modernize, you know, we work, um, with, we work with all the big providers as well, all the public um, providers, um, but as an OEM, right? We are looking at how do we help them be cloud smart? Right, and then a multi-cloud to, to build out their multi-cloud strategy. Because for those people who want cloud first, right, they have there's agencies that have put so much into the cloud um, that they're either run over with fees, right, um, or they have the wrong applications in there, right. So our job is to help them um, modernize, become a, have a better multi-cloud story, and we have a lot of services and capabilities around that. In addition to that, Tony talked about financing earlier, right? For the end of um, buying season, um, one of our um, solutions, I'm sure everybody's heard about it, but our APEC, APEC solution is our portfolio services offerings for, the, for as a service, right? As a cloud. It's simple, it's consistent. Um, cloud experience 
delivered as a service. And we do that with and through our partner community, including Ingram. We are in the process of working on that. Um, and so Apex allows you to um, provision quickly, scale on demand, pay as you go, all the things that they want, um, but we can help them um, with their full public cloud and how do they make, make the most sense when buying. In addition to that, Apex, when you do a financial model like that, it, it enables them to purchase all the things that they need, right? Including the cyber and the, what are the applications that are on there? So if we help them solve their mission needs through the financial model, as these budgets come down, um, then they can prioritize what's most important for them. Tony, did you want to add anything to that? Yes, Lisa, thank you. I'm in complete agreement. Uh, Apex cloud services, hyper-conserved, uh, hyper-converged infrastructure to the edge, hybrid and multi-cloud solutions and infrastructure as a service are, are all key themes that we're seeing high demand for in the marketplace and partners as well as end customers are really excited about. Utility and consumption models, Going back to that earlier comment about uh, 75 to as much as 80% is in of the budget goes towards operations and sustainment. You need that flexibility to make the digital transformation work in government and stretch those budgets further operationally. And candidly, we've recently participated in a number of events, the NASA uh, Supply Chain Risk Management Conference, the Coalition for Government uh, Procurements uh, Spring Training Symposium or Summer Training Symposium rather. And at, at all of these events, uh, the same themes are coming through the importance of being able to consume technological innovation in utility and consumption models. Yeah, I mean, it just seems like that is the way that agents want to go. I do feel like during the pandemic, we saw like the acceleration of that too. It just was necessary for businesses to, and the cloud. It was just necessary for businesses and government in order to keep functioning, right? There was, they had to really accelerate their use, which led to a lot of these hybrid cloud environments on-prem, in the cloud, in public, in private clouds. Um, I, do you guys see that changing? I don't think that's actually going to go away now. No, I see it more and more increasing um, as the requests come through. There, there's a lot of um, need and desire. Um, and as budgets change, um, they have to find a way to facilitate putting, prioritizing the solutions. But how do they get more instead of waiting two, three years down the road that they need to look at more and more as a financial model? Yeah. yeah Do you guys, are there other tools and resources that you guys um, have available to help agencies during the buying season um, that, you know, just kind of help them get through and kind of speed through it? Vanessa, thank you. I'll talk to that one first. Absolutely. Uh, at Ingram Micro Public Sector, our teams are all hands on deck. Uh, we've got extended hours of operations uh, so that we're available. Uh, to our our partners uh, and and then our finance teams are launching new automated programs to assist our our partners with credit and financial solutions needs. Our teams are all mission focused 
And from a customer experience perspective, they're routed to subject matter experts that work on federal government requirements every day, not just once in a while. And we think that helps to ensure not only a, a great customer experience, but them meeting the, the demands of the, the, the federal government acquisition uh, officials who today are, are struggling with that pinch you asked about early on because of how late the budget got resolved this year. Yeah, I mean, going fast seems kind of critical at this point, you know, for the projects that are that have to get done. There are some deadlines that are coming up, right, for some of these agencies. So, yeah. and, and I, I like to add on to that, right? And and we're doing what Tony's doing, and we work in conjunction with what uh, Tony and his team are doing, right? Um, hand in hand, fully on staff and extended. The other things that we're doing, I think you mentioned Tech Alliances, right? Previously. Um, and I'll go into that in a little while, but um, we have these ready solutions, right? Whether it's, um, you know, the baseline uh, product portfolio that, um, or a package solution, so that when the customers do get their budget, um, they're prioritized with what is, um, you know, shippable, um, what is in need, they're in a t-shirt size, depending on what they're looking for. Um, and we have them um, packaged up um, given to our partner community and to our distribution community so that they're armed to execute. Um, we've talked about flexible financing, also, you know, having white papers or the documents in our partners' hands, right? Our partner ecosystem is on the front lines with us and, and we're here to help them execute that. We want to make sure that we fill the customer's need and get it what they want jointly together. And it seems like that all those are you know, individually, maybe small things, but to, together when agencies are trying to actually implement things fairly quickly and test them and get them up and running, that those little things add up to actually a lot of help, right? They do. They do. Thank you. So, Tony, you brought up something that I was going to go to next, which was around customer experience. And um, you talked about it in, you know, the aspects of the kind of customer experience you're trying to give agencies. But let's switch gears a little bit and talk about you know, that's a huge cheap initiative across agencies as well. It's not that it's not been there, but now, you know, with the White House executive order, there are a lot of milestones and some cross-government expectations around customer experience. Um, what are you guys seeing in these efforts? Maybe, Lisa, you could talk about how Dell is working with agencies on CX. Yeah. Um, so if you look, right, at what the government's trying to do, right, a great, a better customer experience, reduce burden and cost, um, really time to execute for all people equally, right? We talked about diversity, um, making sure that we're helping everybody. Um, I, I, you know, if you read it, it says that the, the, the burden imposed over 9 billion hours, which is really excessive, right? And customer service and driving human progress is, is what Dell Technologies does. It's what we strive to do, right? And so we understand that and we want to help them be successful, so what we're, what I'm seeing, you know, we have some technologies and solutions that we're seeing with and through our partner community um, that are really helping and supporting the government in achieving this outcome and, and a better experience. Um, we talked a lot about multi-cloud. I mean, that alone and getting into the correct um, cloud environment to have um, an experience to improve access, getting data as you need it, um, uh, designing applications, being able to um, do DevOps separately 
right, but while still being up and to be able to modernize and improve the outcome. Um, another one of our partners is a huge um, solution offering around robotics and automation. This is a pretty big deal um, because it, it creates a seamless workflow, right? And creating a process of automation um, with analytics, right? To imp improve overall um, outcomes, the experience is critical. That one's really big. And then again, we talked a lot around edge, but if you think about natural disasters and how we solve for them um, and you have, um, you know, whether it's FEMA or whoever um, out at the edge and they have the proper technology, they can get real-time um, analytics um, out there on the edge to help solve it. Um, so, you know, we, we always wanna make sure that we're putting forward as we've been talking about through this whole series, the products and the technologies and the solutions with and through our partner community to help them um, discover this better customer experience. Yeah, the robotics process automation, the RPA piece is a huge piece of that. A lot of agencies I know are looking at that as a way to kind of automate the steps that were a lot of manual processes that kind of slow down that customer experience, right? Um, and that's kind of a, I think, a gigantic part of it, which you alluded to, too. What about you, Tony? You want to add anything? Well, transforming the federal customer experience and service delivery the intent of the executive order was really about rebuilding trust in government. And, and the priorities that, you know, came out of that was putting the public first, you know, improving the customer experience and the service delivery to the American people. And so that's about improving citizen services and access. Citizens want immediate access to information online, not in a line. Yeah. And our, our first responders and servicemen and women need better support and better protection. There is a desire to drive better health outcomes and better care for citizens and veterans. And then we want to improve, you know, our teaching and learning capabilities. And all of these things are technology enabled. And we were recently participated in an event um, called meritocracy. And every government official that spoke at the event, they were all saying the same thing. They are all talking about improving the customer experience, improving the service delivery to the American people, and how critical it was to rebuilding trust in our government and what uh, they provide us. Well, that, I think that's our final comment for the day because we have to wrap up. It's been really great to talk to both of you. So I really appreciate you joining us today. And that's our Power of Technology chat for now. Thank you, Tony and Lisa. Thank, Thank you, you, Vanessa. I'm Vanessa Roberts, and I've been talking with Tony Celesti, Executive Director and General Manager for Ingram Micro Public Sector, and Lisa Ortiz, Regional Sales Director, Dell Federal Channel and Distribution at Dell Technologies. To learn more about the power of technology, visit federalnewsnetwork.com and search Ingram Micro. Have a great afternoon. Thank you for listening to the discussion, The Power of Technology Government IT in an Increasingly Complex World, sponsored by Ingram Micro on Federal News Network.
Ingram Micro Public Sector helps their partners deliver mission-critical solutions to the federal, state, and local government markets. Ingram Micro's marketing expertise combined with their vast service offerings makes them an indispensable business partner. They are mission-focused on creating value for end-users, vendors, and partners by providing a competitive advantage and offering long-term value. For more information, visit imaginenext.ingrammicro.com slash public sector.